Production. Recorded live. Welcome to Evolution Revolution with Dulcinea. It is Thursday, July 9th, 2009. Happy summer 2009, the season of sunshine and freedom. Open your heart and eyes to the wondrous love within and around you, in nature, in animals, heavenly realms, spirit guides, animal spirit guides, and more. Awaken to the joy and divine support around you now. Evolution Revolution is focused on offering the listeners intuitive and balanced information that fosters transformation both personally and globally, ultimately raising the consciousness on planet Earth. Thank you for joining the show this evening, wherever you may be listening. Tonight on Evolution Revolution, I am honored to have an appearance from Dr. Stephen Farmer, a shamanic practitioner, ordained minister, and former psychotherapist that offers workshops on various shamanic topics in addition to private consultations. He has over 30 years' experience as a professional healer and teacher. Dr. Farmer is the author of the best-selling Animal Spirit Guides, Power Animal Oracle Cards, Power Animals, Sacred Ceremony, Messages from Your Animal Spirit Guides Guided Meditation CD, his latest book release, Earth Magic, Ancient Shamanic Wisdom for Healing Yourself, Others, and the Planet, and his most recent deck, Messages from Your Animal Spirit Guides Oracle Cards. Stephen is the host of his own radio show, The Shamanic Hotline, which can be heard each week on hayhouseradio.com. During the next hour, Stephen and I will delve into his wonderful new deck of Oracle Cards, Messages from your animal spirit guides to find out how to tap into the magical spirit helpers who are around you to assist you with guidance and clarity about any aspects of your life. Welcome, Stephen. Thank you for joining me on Evolution Revolution once again. I'm grateful to have you back. Well, thank you, Dulcinea. It's good to be back. Wonderful. So with this latest deck, Messages from Your Animal Spirit Guides Oracle Cards, what was your inspiration and intention for their creation? Well, the the uh, inspiration really was that I I had done a uh, another deck uh, a couple years previously called the Power Animal Oracle Cards, and it was such po- such a popular instrument divination tool uh, that I I just I think I woke up one morning and I went you know I want to do another deck, and this one has a little different slant to it. It's a little different type of readings. Each of the decks, including this one, the newer one has 44 cards. Uh, each one has a, a, a an image of an animal, and then uh, on the messages from your animal spirit guides oracle cards, there's a uh, of course identifying the animal like shark, and then there's a, a message that's a little bit more elaborate than they are on the power animal oracle cards. Plus, there's different animals. You know, we could I could probably do you know 150 decks. You know, if I had included every animal on the planet Earth, but this is it. I think these, these two really complement each other. They can be used together. They can be used separately. My inspiration, I think, uh, Dulcinea, really was uh, just uh, it was a natural uh, follow-up to the book Animal Spirit Guides. Um, Animal Spirit Guides has, is a very um, it's a f- user-friendly version of people who are interested in understanding what messages they might get from spirit animals. And so it's it's quite compatible. There's the book. It's got 211 or so. I lose track. I think I count <laughs> differently each time. Uh, 211 or so different animals, or you could say spirit animals, 
And if you spot or if you have a visitation from, let's say, an animal that shows up in an unusual way, whether it's the physical animal or the the uh, symbol of the animal, then my experience and certainly my belief says that there's uh, a message that that spirit of that animal, not that specific animal, but a spirit of the spirit of the entire species that's trying to get a message to you. Crow shows up, and when I say crow, he flies, and, and you're sitting on the porch in a nice summer day, and he, it's not unusual to see crows, but let's suppose one flies up and lands about three feet from you and looks right at you. Well, that would, I'm sure, be unusual. Uh, one that's frequently happened is uh, a hummingbird you know, floats in front of your face. Uh, just maybe a foot and a half, two feet away, and just hangs there for a few seconds and then darts off. Well, that would be unusual. Um, if you were uh, driving up, let's say, in a, in a semi-rural area and there's a deer right in your driveway, you know, it's possible that could be interpreted as unusual. So the book Animal Spirit Guides gives you some suggestions for what those uh, visitations might mean or what the message is from the spirit of that species, deer, crow, hummingbird. The cards are sort of a, a, a dulcinea, an easy way to access uh, messages from these particular spirit guides, these animal spirit guides that are represented in the cards. And there's not only the message on the card, but there's a booklet in the box where the cards come that has a much more detailed, much more elaborate message for each of the animals. So they're, they're extremely useful. People who have um, used them, uh, in, like on Amazon.com, they give reviews. and it's, They've just ended up being uh, glowing reviews um, that people find this extremely useful. And we all need uh, these different elements that we can access to help guide us in our life. And this is just simply one. Very fascinating. I've had a great time with them. Of course, I have your Power Animal Oracle cards um, from a few years ago, and more recently I was uh, able to review these messages from your Animal Spirit Guides Oracle cards, the new deck, and I've had a tremendous amount of fun with them. And most interestingly, I have continuously pulled up the Roadrunner. You say keep your sense of humor and don't take things so seriously. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. And uh, did you, you know, when you get that, does that message make sense to you? Absolutely resonates. I can be intense. I was a science major. I was trained to really go in and take life on. And so (laughs) when I need that reminder, the the Roadrunner card, and what's even more funny, Stephen, is I'll get the picture of the card. When I'm in the day without having the cards around me, I'll just see the picture (laughs) to remind me. (laughs) Yeah. I just was looking at the the, uh, uh, booklet uh, for Roadrunner. Uh, the message in the card, as you noted, Dulcinea, is keep your sense of humor and don't take things too seriously or so seriously, and you said that's really a good reminder for you. Um, but I, I want to read just the first couple sentences of the more extended reading uh, for our listeners. Please. Uh, the, uh, the reading in the book, the little booklet that comes with it for Roadrunner, it says, it's so tempting to view life in all of its many manifestations permutations and variations as something to be taken quite seriously. Yet this is exactly the opposite of what you need to do right now. No matter what the situation, look for the humor in it. 
It may take time to find something, but if you look for it with this attitude in mind, you begin to see the absurdities and ironies inherent in whatever shows up in life, even in the seemingly darkest circumstances. Maintaining a healthy sense of humor about most experiences causes you to be lighter in spirit, to smile unabashedly, and to appreciate life that much more. Turn that scowl upside down by doing what makes you openly laugh. So, as I mentioned, that's an example of how it goes into a little more detail. The messages in this one are a little bit different from the Power Animal Oracle cards in, in that the Power Animal Oracle cards are almost in completely um, communications that I received without a lot of um, revisions. This one was a combination of, of the, uh, I guess you could say, left brain, right brain. You know, there's some channeled or com uh, uh, channeled information from each of these spirit guides, but also there's kind of a logic to it. If you think about Roadrunner, if you've ever seen one, that's the other thing I might mention, Dulcinea, is that often when people go, well, what does it mean? I saw, you know, I saw Roadrunner, I saw a deer, you know, what does it mean? And one of the ways that you can sort of discern what the possible message is, is think about the animal. Um, in some ways, what we say is, what's the uh, spirit animal's medicine? You know, I just I did a, uh, a few readings on the on the uh, radio show. I did my radio show today. I had it. It's between two and three on Thursdays Pacific time on HayHouseRadio.com, and I was I was talking to one lady who called in, and um, she said, you know, I'd like a reading. So I drew coyote which in, was from the Power Animal Oracle cards. Coyote, I said, was, you know, is basically is a, is, is a seeming paradox. Paradox is where you've got two seemingly inconsistent or incompatible things that um, when you put them together, it may not make sense to the logical mind, but it does make a certain amount of sense. In other words, coyote, the, the, the uh, um, significant term or words were wise fool, which seems like kind of a contradiction, but I went on to explain that what Coyote does is that he'll try things again and again and again until he finally gets the lesson. And uh, this this lady that I did the reading for said, oh, my God, that's me. I have to keep trying things over and over. You know, and so-called errors that sh that Coyote makes, he does learn something eventually. Um, that's the paradox that Coyote represents. Um, my point being is you think about Coyote and, and their behavior. We, aren't, we don't live in the natural world. We don't, we're not likely to day-to-day -to -day observe the various animals around us and how they behave and you know, what they might be communicating to us. So these cards, the messages from your animal spirit guides, oracle cards, are really kind of like, like my other products. Many of them are, are kind of bridges. And I say bridges, Dulcinea, because ultimately what you can do is... Um, Say you have an experience of, uh, oh, you turn on the television, there's a show about bears. You go to the supermarket, you pass somebody's talking about bears. You go to your local metaphysical bookstore, and you're drawn to this little bear figurine. And there's one, two, three sightings of the sim uh, symbolic animal bear. So you go, well, I can look this up, I, you know, in one of uh, Farmer's books, Dr. Farmer's books. Or also what you can do, though, is just close your eyes and imagine Bear is sitting in front of you and just say to Bear, the Bear spirit, what's your message? 
And then what you do is you pay attention to everything that happens right after that. What you see, what you hear, what you feel, what thoughts come to mind. And that's how spirit communicates, just like um, we communicate in the more mundane world and we take in information from the mundane world. Same thing with uh, spirit guides. And that's whether they're animal spirit guides, angels, ancestors, you know, whatever version of spirit guides there are. That's how we get our information. Isn't that true? You do, you do readings, right? Oh, yes, yes. I absolutely align with just connecting with the energy. And for me, it's mostly images um, initially, and then, and yeah. then other impressions follow. Yeah, okay. That's, and that's how you get the information, primarily, your images first. And then you get other maybe uh, what I call kinesthetic, you know, body sensations. You might hear something in your mind. You know, there's all sorts of different, uh, different ways that we can get this information. What it really requires is just paying attention. But anyway, my point is these, these cards are just uh, obviously been, for many people, have been really useful bridges to, um, you know, discerning. You know, like if I've got a question about what's going on with my children or my career or a relationship of some sort, I can do a reading with these cards. And I can, from the reading, it might trigger other thoughts. It might trigger dreams. It might, uh, I might get a visitation from let's say, one of the animal spirit guides that shows up through the card. So there's all sorts of ways this works. Um, Carl Jung turned the term, uh, a psychologist, psychiatrist actually at the time of Freud, who was, uh, you know, really incorporated spirituality. Um, he coined a term called synchronicities. And that means when something, the universe comes together and there's a, a, an appearance of something in some way that has some significance for us, uh, sometimes we call, I think the, your listeners probably know this, we call them accidents, but you know, are they really accidents? You know, or is it just that the universe sort of conspired to bring us these messages through whatever means, whether they be oracle cards or the animal himself or angels or ancestors or opening a book and seeing a message that way? There's so many different ways that we can receive messages from spirit. I think that is such an important point, and I, I think that we all have the ability to receive in any way. It's really how we're each individually uh, receptive. Yep. And so I, animals, of course, since we're all kids, we love animals. Very few people don't just embrace the warm, fuzzy nature of animals. Right, right, right. So this is an exciting tool that's open for many, including children. I was using them with, I would work with um, some youth with one of the teens, and she was just having a great time. And she didn't realize how inspirational it was and how she was really defining who she was in learning about herself through them, uh-huh. and she was just thrilled. So all ages can really tap into the messages from your animal spirit guides oracle cards is what I found. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's cool. Children love them. You know, children just just love these oracle cards because, you know, like you commented, who does not love animals? I mean, we might have like, uh, not a lot of people like snakes, for instance, but we're talking here not about the actual animal. We're talking about the spirit animal. And that's often the distinction that's um, useful and and sometimes necessary to make as uh, people understand that when you dream about a snake, it's not that you have to go out and learn to like snakes. It's just that that spirit of snake is trying to reach you and trying to teach you. And I really think that through these spirit animals, uh, they, 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 they really want to help us. You know, this is a, 
a real major, major epical time of change. And the more tools that we have to sort of steer our way through these dramatic changes that we're all faced with, um, the better. Yes, yes, well put. So what else I really enjoyed about these cards was, cards was the fact that you did do the left brain, right brain. I find so often with many cards that there is a lot of um, right brain spiritual information. And, I, and early in my development, I had some trouble because I would get these really positive messages and I didn't know how to ground them with my left yeah. brain. Mm-hmm. And so I thought that was a really um, important element and a, a unique element to, the, to this deck, and I found it to be very helpful. Uh, again, another card that continuously came up for me in this new deck was the condor. Ah. I know. And, and, and what was that the one, message? It's, the message is for me is I'm a big-picture individual. I'm definitely a visionary, and details kind of stump me in, in moments. And so, you know, keeping myself in that big picture is where I shine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And the condor says, step back and get back to your big picture, please. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. That's very cool. Yes, yeah, con- yes. Condor is sometimes called the uh, the eagle of the south. And um, very much like uh, the eagle or the, you know, certainly the California condor, any bird that flies at any distance above the earth, is able to see things in the broader picture, but also when uh, you know when they're hungry, <laughs> they're able to focus in on anything that might be lunch, you know, predator prey. In other words, when they spot a prey moving around, and they've got that exceptional vision to be able to do that. Not only are they able to uh, see the big picture, but they're able to you know bring it to focus when needed. You know, and that sounds like very much uh, a skill that you've developed, Dulcinea. Yes, yes, and it's a great gift when I need to refine or tune into that to have these cards to say, okay, and I mean literally think four times in one day. I was like, okay, I'm going to get another animal, and it was just the condor consistently, so it really just helped me zone in. So very yeah, beneficial perfect. tool. Yes, oh, yes. Yes, so I have a question. When I was using the cards, I was wondering when I, for instance, draw a condor, or the Roadrunner, is that my totem, or is that just an animal spirit communicating with me at the present moment? Uh, that's a really good question. I get that quite often, uh, Dulcinea, and it, 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 you know, it depends on what names you want to give these various spirit animals. But I make a distinction between um, animal spirit guides, totem animals, and power animals. Animal spirit guides, or you could say spirit animals. They're, they're essentially the same thing. That's kind of a general term for any animal that shows up in an unusual way or repeatedly. And whether that animal, like I said earlier, whether that animal is the actual animal that shows up or a symbol of that animal. The cards are a symbol. So when they show up repeatedly like that, that's almost like having a couple of exclamation, par- exclamation marks behind their message. Like, okay, we really want you to get this. You know, we really want you to get this. So the spirit keeps showing up in that way. So um, that's a general term for any animal that shows up in that way. And it, it, it doesn't have to be your totem animal. It doesn't have to be your power animal. and Or it may be. Totem animal, there's two meanings to totem animal. First meaning is it's a spirit animal that's shared by a group, a clan, a community, a village, a tribe. In other words, that it, it's shared by a group of close-knit individuals, you know, whatever um, shape of that um, 
family or group uh, organization is. We even have modern versions of, of totem in our sports teams, you know, the uh, Philadelphia Eagles, uh, Chicago Bears, etc. Um, the second meaning of totem, Dulcinea, is those little figures of animals. I'm looking at one right now. It's a figure of a, a lizard that sits on my desk kind of keeping an eye out for me, or a couple of eyes is the way I look at him right now. <laughs> and um, that's a totem. It doesn't mean he's not my power animal. He's not a, a close-in sort of a spirit animal, but he's a representation, a physical representation of an animal spirit guide. And I do believe when an, an object like that, a totem, is imbued with the power um, of that particular animal, they do provide a certain medicine. Uh, one of the medicines of lizard, for instance, or the gifts of lizard spirit, is uh, to dream, you know, to vision, you know, to see things down the road, to be able to, to, to anticipate what's going on. Also, that when something is there that needs to be acted on, to move quickly. So he's keeping an eye out for me in that way. So that's that's two different meanings of totem. You know, people have totem. I've got totems of uh, uh, of a raven. I've got a totem of, uh, gosh, who else have I got? Oh, a totem of a snake. Mm -hmm. So those, those are examples of totems. Power animal is really a shamanic idea. A power animal, um, although you don't need to be interested in shamanism or be shamanic or a, sh a shamanic practitioner to have a power animal. I really believe everybody does. We're born with them. And that's a particular animal spirit guide that's sort of assigned to you at a soul level. And that, uh, that spirit animal called power animal, it really is a source of power for you. And also, um, uh, I would say, well, qualify that. The unfortunate part is in our culture, that's just not until lately, has been really recognized. So after a few years um, of childhood, that power animal will disappear. Just go, well, I'm bored. Uh, little Johnny or Susie isn't paying much attention to me because they don't have any teachers there that uh, let them know that they have a, a power animal. So the, uh, the power animal just kind of goes, well, I'm going to go to a different party. <laughs> this one's kind of boring because... I feel like I'm sitting all by myself here, and you know, my, the person I'm assigned to here is not uh, <laughs> isn't paying attention to me. So, so one of the processes that I, I uh, do have people do in my workshops is to go retrieve their power animal. In fact, an earlier book, uh, Dulcinea, that was out in card cover, I'm just holding the first of uh, softbound uh, and a little less expensive. It's called Power Animals, and there's actually a CD in it that is a guided meditation journey that takes you to find that primary um, primary spirit animal that we're calling a power animal. So um, that'll probably be out for public consumption in about another week or two, I'm sure. And it's called Power Animals, How to Connect with Your Animal Spirit Guide, specifically that, that primary animal spirit guide. So in answer to your question, a long way around to answer your question, but... In answer to your question, when you pull a card like that, it just means it's an animal spirit guide. It may or may not be your totem animal or your power animal, but it is an animal spirit guide. It's showing up for you at that time to deliver that message, and the vehicle happens to be this deck of oracle cards. Uh, yeah. Condor may show up in other ways. Um, certainly shark might show up in some way. You know, the various animals in there, they might show up in other ways, but at that time, that's the spirit animal that's coming through to deliver you the message. 
you know, the other, if I might add one more thing, Dulcinea, it's also you can call on these various spirit animals for different types of needs. For instance, deer is a good one to call on if you feel a little bit lost. Deer sometimes could be called the pathfinder, the one that knows her way through the forest. And so when you're feeling a little lost in the forest, um, you can call on deer. Uh, mountain goat, which is, in, is represented in the messages from your animal spirit guides, oracle cards. Mountain goat is when you feel off balance, just a little bit out of kilter. You feel your life's, life's a little off balance. You could call on mountain goat. Um, ladybug. And ladybugs have been showing up here lately for uh, even me, Dr. Stephen Farmer. <laughs> and it's, um, it's, it's generally a sign of good fortune and abundance. It's like a little blessing. I've had people report how a ladybug will land on their hand or something like that. And it's like, good, it brings a smile to my face. You know, how can you not smile when you see a little ladybug, especially when yes. it lands on your hand? That is so true. I, I, I've been running into ladybugs, and I, I've just put a hummingbird feeder out my window because they. I let my cat, I just decided to let my cat become an outdoor cat. And so I was noticing that hummingbirds were flying around her in the yard, and it was yeah. scaring me. Every time I would let her out, they would start just flying right over her, and I'm scared she's going to get them. So I run out there, and I thought, if I put a feeder up high, they're not going to notice her. Oh, well, good notice for you. Good for you. Consider it. Yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> and oh. so now, now they're visiting me. It's just amazing. I keep writing about it on Facebook. More hummingbirds. How... <laughs> <laughs> You know, hummingbird's a good example. You know, how do you feel when you see a hummingbird? Just pure joy. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's, you know, the message uh, in uh, Power Animals Oracle Cards is lighten up. You know, yes. and, and I don't think you cannot, I don't think you cannot smile, you know, when you see a hummingbird. There's ones that float around the yard here. I'm at my home office as we speak, and I'll see one every occasionally. It always brings a smile to my face. How could you, how could it not? Yes, yes. And you know, an interesting thing, when you said the deer pathfinder, when I had first moved from San Diego up to Palo Alto for the graduate program I had anticipated that I would attend, I had gotten just a little studio just to make the transition. And I I walked in and there was a deer painted on my wall, the whole mural. Oh, wow. Perfect. I know, Perfect. I know. Yeah. So that resonates highly. Yeah. <laughs> so at that time, that was uh, uh, maybe not uh, unknown to you, but there was uh, a spirit of deer represented by this symbol, the painting yes. on the wall, and uh, probably without you being aware of it, I'm guessing, you know, was able to provide some guidance and, and uh, reassurance that you were in the right program, you're doing the right thing, and help you find your way through all the studies. Yes, yes, that's so very true, so very true. So with these fun um, oracle cards and these deck of cards, when we get them, is there anything that we should do? Is there like a ritual or a prayer or anything that you recommend to just initiate them as our own deck? Yeah, there, I think that's a really good question. First off, I would qualify by saying everybody has their own way of doing this. I give specific instructions in the book or more accurately suggestions as the ways that you can consecrate this deck and make it your own. One way is to fan the cards out and just run your fingers over them and do that consciously and with attention. And you could call on any spirit guides that you have to um, uh, bless this deck, you know, and, and do a prayer asking that it be um, of the best service possible for in, anyone who might use it or when you're doing readings for yourself or when you're doing readings for someone else. Um, 
each of the decks, Power Animal Oracle Cards, and the messages from your Animal Spirit Guide Oracle Cards, when I initiated these, in other words, finished the uh, text and everything else, I asked Raven, uh, who is an Animal Spirit Guide that I work with, to really offer um, his blessings to not only the ones in front of me, but for any of these decks that go out. So in, in that sense, they're all blessed with the medicine of Raven, which Raven uh, often represents, or uh, what Raven means is bringing the darkness into the light. Uh, Raven is in some instances, some cultures, is considered to be the creator bird. I mean, they're so black, you know, and some people go, oh, black, it must be evil. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> That's just a point of view, you know. It doesn't mean that they're evil. It it can mean that they are the ones, or not the birds, but the spirit raven uh, is the one that will help you with manifestation, will also help elicit from the cards a reading that's going to enlighten you that will bring you some sort of discovery. So that's you know, that's one thing just to know about these cards and the Power Animal Oracle cards. Um, another way that you could do, some people would like, would like to do this, you can take the cards, you could actually spread them out on uh, uh, an area where there's sun and just let the sun um, provide, uh, provide its blessing to the cards. That's another way. Sometimes it's um, I'm I'm not opposed to other people using my cards. I think uh, I'll bring them. For instance, I'm going to be in Mountain View tomorrow and on Saturday. I'm uh, I'm doing a, uh, a lecture and a book signing on Friday night, seven to eight thirty at East West uh, Books Mountain View. And if people are interested in signing up for that in the Bay, from the Bay Area or anywhere else, uh, just uh, check out EastWest.com and I, there's. You can get more information on it there, or you can go to my website, drstephenfarmer.com. You can get information there as well. So, and, and then Saturday, I'm, I'm actually doing a three-hour workshop called Messages from Your Animal Spirit Guides. That's where we're going to work with this quite extensively. Um, I'm going to teach people how to use the cards, the oracle cards, the various ways you can use them, how to uh, give themselves reading, and also how to give someone else reading. And we're going to do a couple other really fascinating things, exercises in there with uh, spirit animals. People generally walk out of this, um, you know, this workshop just like so much more connected to the animal world. It's pretty amazing. So I trust I've answered your questions. There's a few different yes. ways that you can consecrate these cards and make them your own. You can get a special bag for them, sometimes that, or a special box to put them in. Um, you can just, the best thing you can do is just hold the cards Call in your spirit guides and ask them to bless this deck or God or great spirit or creator, whatever name or source you want to give to the master spirit. Mm -hmm. uh, ask, ask that to bless the cards as well. So there's a number of ways. And you can clear them. Another thing is after you've used them or when someone else has used them, you can clear them. You just tap them. You hold the cards as a full deck and you just tap them maybe three times and that sort of shakes out you know any of the other person's uh, DNA or their uh, energetic um, uh, any of their energy in the cards I think that's an important point so often I, I felt that as a reader if I let my clients um, 
dabble with the cards. I had no problem with that, but I would usually sage them or run crystals over them after just to transmute all the other energies that would... Um, I feel like it, like a vacuum, it would pick it up. Yes, exactly. It's yes. Uh, you know, a number of ways. And again, the, the guidebook so itself... <laughs> yeah, the guidebook itself offers some different uh, different ways to deal with that. You know, I, I just think um, part of it is belief, too. And part of it is that, you know, when somebody touches your cards, there is an energy, you know, that, that transmits. There's even studies that show that... <laughs> When when we shake hands, well, we're exchanging DNA. Yes, we are connected, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, oh, we are. Yeah, it's a fascinating. I wrote about this in my book Earth Magic, uh, which has uh, been out now about four or five months. I think we spoke about it on the show before. Yes, we did. People can find out more information about Earth Magic a whole hour at episode fifty-seven in the Evolution Revolution archives. Yeah, and, I, and Dulcinea, I don't recall if we spoke about this, but one of the things that they that's cited in there is a study, a uh, fascinating study about DNA. And I'm I'm veering, you know, from the topic of the oracle cards, but that's just fine, you know. This whole field is just so so open ended. Yeah, <laughs> open ended. There's so many different ways we can go. Um, but they did a study. They, being the army, did a study once on DNA. They were curious about it. So what they did is they set up. Um, they set up uh, a an experiment where they had somebody in one room. They swabbed his cheek and took some of that DNA and put it in a vacuum bell in a in a room about three doors away. They they set up measurements both for the subject, the person, and the DNA that's in the vacuum bell, and um, these measurements were uh, coordinated with the atomic clock, which um, basically uh, meant that there was no absolutely no difference between the time three rooms away and the time that was uh, that was being measured i'm not saying this very well the measurements were exactly the same time and what they did is then they showed the subject the person these evocative images you know there there might be violent images sexual images uh, soft images, you know, just a whole range of images, and then measured his reaction. And at the same time, they measured the reaction of the DNA. And the fascinating piece that they discovered was that when the person had a reaction or response, the DNA had a response. But more importantly, is that that response happened at precisely the same time. Yeah. In other words, there was no, not point oh 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 one second. It was exactly the same time. Now I don't, I haven't come across a good explanation for that. But what that suggests is that, say, um, when I shake hands with somebody and we part, they're carrying some of my DNA and I'm carrying some of theirs. You know, maybe just a tiny, tiny bit. But that if they react, then I'm going to feel something at a very subtle level. And, of course, the more intertwined you are with somebody, the more that you begin to uh, experience a resonance with them. We call it by different names. But maybe, maybe it's just the fact that we've shared a great deal of DNA. And that when I react, for instance, and someone I'm close to has this kind of wave of, gosh, you know, something's going on with Stephen. I can just tell. Maybe, just maybe, one of the pieces of that is that that person that I'm close to has some of my DNA. Isn't that a 
fascinating. I think I find that, that is so absolutely fascinating. To me, it just demonstrates how connected we are and how uh, the synchronicity of oneness. Yes, yes, and you know, especially when you look at life on our planet here, this is just so intertwined. I look out at the trees and the flowers and the bushes here in the backyard, and every so often I'll look and I. I don't know if I'm imagining this or I'm getting a vibe or how it is, but I'll, I'll, I'll get a sense that, wow, we're all connected. There's the DNA there, and it's the same basically d- basic DNA as, you know, as in me. It's just, it's just fascinating to me. It's all bound up you know, or intertwined in the planet Earth itself. So it's very fascinating. And just imagine if we're that physically connected, how spiritually connected we are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's amazing. That's a- that's how the whole thing about divination is whether you call it DNA or energy or whatever, it doesn't really matter. It's that something happens, you know, when you when you get into a certain state of mind, a certain consciousness or alertness. Uh, and again, I, I know that this uh, happens for you, of course, Dulcinea. This is the kind of work that you do. Um, I know when I go into that zone, there's, I'm getting input left and right. And the trick is to be able to discern, you know, what's, you know, what's my, as what I call the ego, you know, or the ego mind or the egoic mind. What's the ego mind that's in here and what's the, what is the voice of spirit that's coming through? And I, for myself, I found that, first off, there's a certain guidelines for discerning that. One is uh, the voice of spirit in whatever way, shape, or form, what a, I'm calling it voice, but it could be images or whatever, or feelings, sensations, not just auditory. Uh, the voice of spirit will never tell you to do anything that's harmful. It's like the uh, the credo that says, you know, first do no harm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I wish that we could all live that way, just with that one credo. Just do no harm. You know, live your life yes. and do no harm. Yes. And um, I don't know, my fantasy and my idealism says it would be a much better world if we could just do that. But anyway, I'm kind of meandering here a little bit, but, uh, you know, I, I think, think, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was going to say, I think it's very important to have discernment with information. And what's so exciting is when you or I or, or anybody is in a place where they're receiving information and they're not sure with discernment, that is the value of when the oracle cards and the messages from your animal spirit guides oracle cards come into play. It's yeah. um, a tool of validation, yeah, and again, I, a good point, Dulcinea, and it's like, again, a synchronicity. If I happen to be, uh, I don't know, walking in the forest and a deer runs across my path and, and I consider that to be an unusual sighting and then I go home and you know, I pick up uh, the Power Animal Oracle cards and I go, oh, I want to see what that might mean or if there's any other messages, and of course then guess what I draw? I draw deer. <laughs> there's yes. two. That's enough for me. You know, and uh, what is, what is, uh, uh. What is dear really saying to me, both through the cards and maybe there's there's even more. I, I, I encourage people more and more these days. I encourage people, yes, look at the message, but also look at the image and just sort of meditate on the image as well. And when you do, sometimes things, other messages or hints or clues will come through. So, um, you know, that's another way. Anyway, that's a good example of synchronicities. Is yes. When, when that happens, you know... <laughs> I, let's put it this way. I know, yeah, okay, the spirit of deer is trying to reach me and teach me. And uh, you know, time to pay attention to that. Okay, I'm feeling lost in a morass of uh, 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 a 
forest here, and, and so I call on deer, and I start to get omens and signs that point the way through the forest. And this, I believe, is coming directly from the spirit of deer. Yes, that is so beautiful and so profound. It's so empowering to really know that we have spiritual support around us, particularly with animals, because we just feel such love and compassion from them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The good stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's good. yeah, exactly. It's good stuff. That's a, you know another meaning of deer. Sometimes, it's, although a friend calls it the Bambi syndrome. <laughs> deer, deer, deer can be about gentleness. You know, maybe that's something that deer is telling you is just to be a little easier on yourself, or be a little easier on the people in your life. And that that's another possible message or meaning from uh, citing deer. Um, yeah. You know, speaking of synchronicity, one of the things that happens to me often, and I, I imagine it does you as well, is when I'm playing with the cards, I will often have one or two cards fall out of the deck, or yeah. every time I shuffle them, they're on the, the face side, and I only see those, you know, one or two cards right. repeatedly. What does that indicate? Well, yeah, that's a, uh, again, that's another way of using the cards. Um, you know, if you drop the whole deck, that's one thing, you know. <laughs> Or if a whole bunch fall out, you know, I wouldn't go through each one and and try to discern that. But it does happen that way. Isn't that funny how it just funny how it works? Is like you're shuffling your cards and suddenly there's one that sort of flies across the room onto the floor, (laughs) and uh, that is significant. You know, it's it's not that you consciously intended for that card to go. It's almost as if that particular spirit guide, uh, in this case the animal spirit guide, said, "Okay, okay, go." <laughs> jumps out, right almost up. like it jumps out of you know jumps out of your hands onto the floor. So yes. um, you know that one. Uh, what that what that means is that uh, there's you know there's a message there. I'd say maybe up to two or three. You know if they if two up one two or three fall out, that's usually significant. Again, if a handful falls, that means a handful of cards fell. Uh, it means you got to learn how to shuffle better. <laughs> that's the real. The day, on the yeah, day that the... I was tinkering with the condor card, and I got it twice, and I thought, okay, well, I'm going to do this again. I mean, I know I believe in synchronicity, but my mind was not, my left brain was not receiving what the condor was saying. And so while I was shuffling, the condor fell out twice while I was trying <laughs> to avoid it. Twice. <laughs> Yeah, I was very that, humble. <laughs> yeah, that that will take you right. Yeah, that will uh, remind you that yes, the, there's a, a spirit guide that's trying to reach you. <laughs> you know, and, they, and these are very compatible. Like I said, the power animal oracle cards and the messages from the animal spirit guides they can be mixed and matched. Uh, and again, I you mentioned this earlier. We discussed it, but they the uh, children love them. You know, children just love them. You know, they they see the animals. I'll tell you one story. Um that I uh, was told by a, a mother in a workshop uh, came up and I was signing books and signing these cards, et cetera, which is one of the joys of uh, being an author of these kind of products. And she said, you know, i got to thank you. I thank you for these. And um, I said, well, you're welcome. You know, I had a lot of help. I always say that I have a lot of help. You know, I'd sit uh-huh. down at the computer and I'd go, okay, uh, Fox, you know, what do you got to say here? And I'd write, and I'd write away. And then I uh, I remember going, I'd read it later. I, I'd read it right after I wrote it, you know, which is often at night, like 9 or 10 o'clock at night. And I'd go, I don't know about this. And then I'd wake up the next morning and I'd read it and I'd go, oh, my God, <laughs> that's really good. 
I, it was almost like a, a different reading or something that, that had come through. Um, mm. Anyway, what this mother told me is she said, just thank you for these cards because uh, my little six-year-old boy and I, what we do every night is uh, for bedtime, our bedtime story, is we shuffle the cards, he draws one of the cards, and then we talk about it. Mm-hmm. And we talk about it as an animal spirit guide. And I thought, how wonderful. And this is that's one of the beauties of these. And I, I'm really wanting to do a, uh, I think that might be my next project. I'm working on Earth Magic Oracle cards right now that are going to be just so unique. I know they are. I see them. Fascinating yeah. and magical. <laughs> oh, yeah. They are going to be. They're just, I'm really looking forward to it. I've got a lot of work ahead of me, but I'm looking forward to it. Those will be out in the spring sometime. I and look again, forward to it. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Dulcinea. Yeah, it's going to be quite different from the uh, these two animal, spirit animal ones. Um, but um, I lost track of what I was going to say. I got so excited about the Earth Magic. I know, I know. Uh, oh, children. Yeah, it's like I, I want to do one that's like a little different cut, you know, that's made for smaller hands, mm. real simple stuff, you know, maybe not okay. more than, I don't know, 20 cards, uh, maybe a few more, but have it specifically for children, anywhere from the ages of four on up to maybe 10 or 12. I'm just not sure yet, but uh, it's one I'd like to tackle next because I think, again, children just love these things, and they, they love animals, and they love to see the images, and they can use them in any way they you know, they choose. And, and so it would be nice to have some that are a little bit, you know, again, made for smaller hands and designed for younger minds. And yes. it's a great way to introduce not only the uh, encourage and facilitate the children's natural love for animals, but also to encourage them to look, well, it's not just the animal, you know, there's actually a spirit of an animal. So, you know, stay tuned. <laughs> we'll see. Very exciting. Definitely keep us in tune, and I would love to help with anything on, on supporting that. That is I so appreciate exciting. It. Thank you, Dulce. Yes, yes, very fun. We are speaking with author, teacher, and leader, Dr. Stephen Farmer. He is the creator of Messages from Your Animal Spirit Guides Oracle Cards. Very, very exciting new deck of cards here that really resonates with myself and offers a lot of divine wisdom and insight. Very fun. He also has a recent book release, Earth Magic, Ancient Shamanic Wisdom for Healing Yourself, Others, and the Planet. You can also find out more information on the web at www.drstephenfarmer.com or www.poweranimals.com. I'll get you to the same place. So I have a, a someone here on chat who would like to have you do a reading if you're interested. Okay, Stephen? Hello? I believe we've lost Stephen for a moment. Hello? Hello? Oops. Hello? Hello?
apologize about that. In I apologize about that interruption. We had a slight technical error with Stephen. We have lost him from the interview. He may be calling back in momentarily. I will try to reach him so we can. I was going to attempt to have him align with one of our chatters for the um, to be able to experience the messages from your Animal Spirit Guides Oracle cards. It looks like that was where the technology severed. And again, I do apologize for that. We were talking about his latest release of this Oracle deck of cards and his recent book release, Earth Magic, Ancient Shamanic Wisdom for Healing Yourself, Others, and the Planet. This is an exciting deck that he's just released, and the book was released earlier in February of 2009. You can find Stephen in the Evolution Revolution archives at episode 57. So we've been talking throughout the hour about animal spirit guides, totem animals, power animals, using oracle cards to really help um, embrace oneself and open up to uh, a higher awareness, a personal development process tool, which is just very exciting. These specific cards, messages from your animal spirit guide oracle cards are very valuable for adults and children. They're both very, very um, readily accessible. The messages are fun, and of course, children love the pictures. So we love to send you to www.drstephenfarmer.com to go ahead and find these um, exciting messages from your Animal Spirit Guides Oracle Cards, and of course, a plethora of other tools. You'll find them under his products section on his website. I'd also like to let you know that Dr. Stephen Farmer is going to be in Mountain View yeah. at the East West Bookstore. You're back. Yeah, <laughs> I apologize. I, I don't know what happened there. I just got I got disconnected, so I'm scrambling to get back. And I apologize to you and to your listeners for that. I don't I don't know what happened. I'm anyway, not sure I'm what back. happened. I, I okay, don't, didn't great. Mean to interrupt you, but I want to let you know I was back. Yes, yes, thank you. I pulled you right in, and as soon as I saw you were there, I basically just filled everybody in with the hour, and um, they can find you coming up in Mountain View tomorrow and Saturday, right. and, and you also have some other events on your website under schedule, including September. You'll be in Edmonton, Alberta for a few dates, so that's exciting. Yeah, I've got some exciting stuff coming. Of course, Mountain View is coming right around the corner. I'm leaving tomorrow morning, and I mentioned yes. doing a, a signing there. Book signing. Also, I'm going to be singing there. I'm a songwriter also, and I've got some original tunes I'll be doing uh, towards the end of the evening. I'll probably do about three or four tunes in a mini concert uh, following the book signing. And then on Saturday, I'm, I'm doing a, what we're talking about here, Messages from Your Animal Spirit Guides. And it's a, you know teaching people different ways that they can connect with their animal spirit guides. And more just than a game, it, it really is, as, as, um, as we've been talking about here, it really is a, a very practical, useful thing. I'm a Capricorn, so I'm very practical. It's not just, you know, woo-woo stuff, <laughs> you know, out yes, of the ether. Yes. It's very grounded. And that's one of the things, you know, being a, a double earth sign, uh, Capricorn and Capricorn, and also being my last name, Farmer, <laughs> and being from Iowa, I, I'm I'm really very very grounded, and uh, these the, this whole thing these these things are very very practical. Being able to to really discern how the natural world is speaking to us all the time, we just ne need to learn how to listen better. It's that simple. Yes, that is some wise wise advice, and as we learn to discern and listen to our inner self, we have tools such as the messages from your animal spirit guides, oracle cards to support our inner process. Yes. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Very, very wonderful. So I guess we should end on the note of what's the what is the value of connecting with the natural world and the earth and animals and animal spirit guides? Well, the value is, uh, Dulcinea, is that we're, uh, it's, it's become increasingly apparent that, you know, we're at the, uh, uh, well, the end of a major cycle and the beginning of a new major cycle. And in that process of transition, I, I cannot tell you how many people, including myself and uh, people I'm uh, closely associated with that are, that are just going through these massive changes. Um, the people on the radio today. I'm sorry, I missed the caller. I'll be happy to do the reading. If oh I no. Okay. Well, we'll we'll pass this time. But thank you so kindly. Okay. That's I think right. where we got disconnected. Yeah, right about there. Maybe I. He wasn't supposed to have a reading. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> anyway. We'll just let it be. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, so the the um, I, the way I sometimes picture it is is as if God is taking us by the nape of the neck and sort of shaking us, you know, and letting all the coins that we no longer need fall to the ground. Um, you know, we're being reconfigured in so many ways. You know, people are being uh, forced out of their their usual jobs and seeking other kinds of employment. Uh, the number, I, I haven't checked this lately, but I remember a few months ago, the number of people visiting psychics has increased. You know, because we're looking for information, uh, not just practical information, but we're looking all sorts of different ways for spiritual guidance that kind of guidance that's going to help us, you know, get through the forest. So in the coming years, you know, there's going to be so many dramatic changes that I think I, I strongly believe that anyone that's uh, um, able to learn various ways to discern the messages from spirit, because I really do believe that God or source or great spirit loves us, you know, and wants us to, as human beings, to be good human beings. And one of the ways we've sort of lost, um, I would say even more more accurately, have gotten very, very forgetful, is our relationship with the natural world. Um, not that, you know, it's like it's getting dark here. I've got lights on. I've got a computer in front of me. And we're able to talk on telephone. These are all wonderful. But there's been a cost to this uh, these accoutrements of civilization, and that is that we've become dissociated from the natural world. That's why I often encourage people, especially in the summer here in the northern hemisphere, get outdoors. Get outdoors as much as you can. You know, it's 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 just uh, even in the colder months, get outdoors. You know, get to know the trees and the plants and the animals in your particular neighborhood. Get to know the soil, grow things. You know, nurture nurture earth mother, give back to her. Honor her with seasonal celebrations, full moon, new moon celebrations. Uh, summer solstice, winter, you know, honor her in that way. And also you can have a lot of fun doing it. Mm-hmm. I, went to a, I went to a full moon drumming circle here in Laguna Beach a couple nights ago. Oh, it was just amazing. It was such amazing. a powerful community event. and We had this huge fire and people were drumming and dancing and talking and socializing. And I went, you know, this is pure community. This is what's going to be happening in the coming years. We need to connect and bond with others. And whether these others are like-minded in the sense of being new agey metaphysical folks or, you know, just people that not necessarily, that don't necessarily share our point of view and our perspective. Yes. You know, get to know these people. We're gonna, I think community is going to become increasingly important. 
I, w I would have to agree. That's been something interesting. I found a paper I wrote in high school about creating community the other day, and I just smiled at how I have definitely aligned with that um, at once again. That idea has come back up. The theme is here. So global community really unifying um, who we are. And it's so yeah. exciting that we have people like yourself and many others leading us back to that natural world with their information through your books and your writings and your website and of course the messages from your Animal Spirit Guides Oracle Cards and the Power Animal Oracle Cards and all these tools. It's just so exciting. And if we can bring that into community, we can begin to transform the world one community at a time. Yeah, exactly. I think uh, well said. Very well said. I I did, wasn't aware that you'd done a paper on this. So yeah, uh, good stuff. <laughs> you got a lot more to say about it than I do. I'm sure, Dulcinea. Oh, thank you, Stephen. I just appreciate all your work and all of all of your efforts and your contributions thank to you. humanity. Thank yeah. you. I've been assigned. <laughs> <laughs> and and you've done a great job. Thank <laughs> you, you received. Very much. <laughs> yes. You can find Dr. Stephen Farmer on the web at www.drstephenfarmer.com. Play with your spirit guides, whether it be the animals, angels, fairies, archangels, or other spirit beings that surround you during your journey upon Earth, using various tools like oracle cards, crystals, pendulums, and creative expression, along with humor and lightheartedness on the search to meaning, understanding, and enlightenment is essential to balance the spiritual with the emotional, mental, and physical realities of Earth. Remember, have fun, enjoy the process, laugh at the lessons, trials, joys, and triumphs, and know that you deserve to have fun during the process of life. Claim your divine right to be joyful and aligned with the spirit messengers around you today. Next week on July 16th, Sharon Jeffers will be joining us, and on July 23rd, Margie Warrell will be making her appearance. On July 30th, Michael Tamora will be back with his divine inspiration, and on August 6th, Teddy Bart will be making an appearance. On August 13th, Dr. Denise Badeau, and on August 27th, Dr. Dr. David Bertelli from Namaste Publishing will be back. On September 3rd, Pamela Brooks will be making an appearance. And on September 10th, Peggy McCall will be back with her latest book release, The One Thing. On September 17th, Jeff Brown will be making a reappearance with his new release. And on September 24th, Robert Hill will be visiting with us. Coming up on October 15th, Noah Ben Shea with his book release, The Journey to Greatness and How to Get There. And on October 22nd, Paul Rademacher will be making his appearance as well. Coming up on October 29th, Larry LaShawn. And once again, on November 12th, Barbara Hancloud will be back to give us an update astrologically and oh, just discuss these great shifts. You can purchase all of the author's books featured on Evolution Revolution at www.amazon.com or link up to their individual websites through the Evolution Revolution homepage at www.evolutionrevolutionradio.com. Please join me in the upcoming weeks on the revolutionary, independent production of Evolution Revolution for some exciting guests and uplifting inspiration. Of course, please explore the Evolution Revolution archive shows with inspirational authors on my website or even easier, go to iTunes and search Dulcinea in the iTunes store and you'll find my picture and Evolution Revolution in the podcast. The archive shows are available 24 hours a day to listen to and include amazing talent such as Richard Lawrence, Barbara Han Clow, Neil Donald Walsh, Barbara Marks Hubbard, Arielle Ford, Peggy McCall, 
Chrissy and Gary Blaze, Gary Zukoff and Linda Francis, Charles Virtue, David Robert Ord, and more. Please share Evolution Revolution Radio with others who desire to join us in the future for an enlightening experience. Also, you can align with me on Facebook. Search Dulcinea333. Hope to see you there. Also, please be sure to explore the new audio feature called Voices of Change within my website. It offers a unique expression of divine talent and wisdom that has the potential to expand, enlighten, and catalyze universal consciousness into the ever-present, abundant, infinite, and limitless realms. Be sure to explore the exciting audio features that are ready for listening to include Paul Quinn, Lorraine Rowe, Starhawk, Dreaming Bear, Amber Hinton, Marla Martinson, and more. Co-create with Evolution Revolution. We are seeking partners to help Evolution Revolution evolve and expand to even more people across the globe. If you are interested in partnering and supporting this rapid development, please explore more under the Evolution Revolution tab at www.evolutionrevolutionradio.com. I look forward to hearing from you about the infinite possibilities to co-create in the highest light and with the grandest intentions. Thank you for joining Evolution Revolution this evening with my honored guest, Dr. Stephen Farmer. Thank you so kindly for your information, expertise, and time tonight. I appreciate it. Thank you, Dulcinea, for having Thank me Thank you. Yeah, so let us know next spring about your upcoming Earth Magic Oracle deck and, of course, all of your works. We are here at Evolution Revolution to support you. I appreciate it. Thanks very much. Thank you, Thank you. for tuning in. Thanks. Much gratitude to you for listening and supporting the revolutionary, independent production of Evolution Revolution Radio. I wish each of you an abundance of heavenly love, including peace, awareness, joy, and gratitude today and always. Abundant miracles. Good night.